This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Friday, 16 February in the year of our Lord, 2024. There are decades in which nothing happened. And then there are weeks in which decades happen. Um, we are in uh, those weeks right now. This is a historic year and every day it gets more and more intense. There are 20 different things we could have done this morning, all of which would have been important. We've tried to curate this to make sure for this uh, for this audience and really this force, because you are a force of nature. It's because of you and having President Trump's back. It's because of you of having Mike Lindell's back and all the other heroes that we are driving this forward and trying to end the globalist takeover of the United States of America, which was pretty far gone before Donald Trump came on the scene and started off by defeating the Republican establishment. Remember the Bushes and all that crowd, the Bush apparatus in 16 and 15 and 16, and then the Clintons in 16. And this is why President Trump, for all his faults, is providential. Uh, and particularly not just for 16, but I think even more so, and history will record this more so, in his return for this. Because when he went to Mar-a-Lago, they thought they were done with him. They thought it was finished. And they thought all the Mitch McConnells and the Kermit, all of it, the whole apparatus, the donors, Remember Murdoch's famous email that came up in the uh, in the and didn't come up in the trial because they didn't go to the trial. They paid him eight hundred billion dollars or eight hundred excuse me eight hundred million dollars uh, before they went to trial. But in his emails in um, in late January, early February, uh, Murdoch sent it to all the Fox executives. We are going to make Trump a non-person. We are going to make Trump a non-person. Never forget that. Never forget that when you're flicking on TV for stupid people. Today, they're sitting there cheerleading, kill me, and these guys, the guys over there cheerleading, you know, the, the post-war international rules-based order. The people in Munich are really the, the salvation of the world. All the arms manufacturers, uh, they're the salvation of the world. You got to get in back of this Ukraine situation. Just the same crap they sold on Iraq and Afghanistan for year after year after year after year. Just remember that. That's empirical evidence, and they're doing the exact same thing today. If President Trump had not returned to, uh, to save his country, that's what it was. Today, they're going to take President Trump's business. Today, they're going to find him a couple of hundred million dollars in cash. Today, from Atlanta to Washington, D.C. to South Florida, they are in court to either send him to prison for 700 years or to try to take him off the ballot or disparage his name or smear him or smear him to history. 
and constantly all all night all night long just the media the new york times the washington post the 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 wall street journal the 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 nbc msnbc cnn all of it just relentless it's all about trump it's all about trump he must be destroyed why must he be destroyed why why must he be destroyed because of you they hate him and they fear you cuz they understand you're his political muscle. Yep. It's never been a force like this of working class and middle class people. No, you've never been organized as, as much. And today the Washington Post is sitting there. Josh Dossie in a huge front page story talks about the takeover of the RNC, the end of Ronald McDaniel. They give a hat tip to the war room posse and a hat tip to Charlie Kirk's team. That took her out. And we did. After last January, it took us a year. Mike Lindell was there. Mike Lindell was one of the candidates ran against her. Mike Lindell was on the show. And Mike Lindell talked truth to power, and he paid for it. Mike, people should know it's not just the left. It's not just Jimmy Kimmel and all these guys and mocking him and ridiculing him, trying to shut him down, and 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 Walmart trying to shut him down, or the or the or the Murdochs kicking him off Murdoch TV for stupid people, making sure he's not there for just randomly. He's not there around there for for the Iowa caucuses or the New Hampshire primary. Just some random things, just a coincidence. It's not the left. It's also he had been embraced by the Republican establishment or two thirds of the Republican Party. Now, they all want to figure out how they can how they can mooch off of my pillow. But man, they hate Mike Lindell constantly. It's in the whispers, you can't have Trump near Mike Lindell because Mike Lindell's crazy. And then Trump starts talking about election integrity. Remember, the 2020 election was stolen. Trump won, and we're going to get to the bottom of it. Okay, we're going to get to the bottom. Of it. You know, we're going to get to the bottom of it. Not going to get to the bottom of it. Steve Bannon said this, say, I told you so. Or Mike Lindell said to us, look, we got so many other things we could do and would do. That has nothing to do with it. This republic cannot go forward as what was bequeathed to us until we get to the bottom. They stole a presidential election. And not just they stole it. They all colluded to steal it. Every major institution in this country was in on the fix. This is why they don't want, this is why, why do you think they're trying to destroy, bankrupt Mike Lindell? Why are they trying to put Trump in prison for 700 years? Why are they trying to put Bannon in prison and Navarro in prison and Rudy Giuliani in prison and anybody else had anything to do with it? Send a signal to the rest of the world. You do this, this is where you're going. Because you know, every major institution in this country was part of the steal. And they are not, and they can't be outed. To be outed ends the system. To, to out them ends it. That is the railhead. Uh, first off, the problems were before, much before, and Trump was came in and crushed the and, and was a was a, a wrench thrown into the system. But 2020, when they said, remember the whole summer love and leading up to it and all the treason inside of his own administration, guys working with the other side, but to steal the 2020, and Mark Elias told you how they were going to do it because they had to cover themselves. They couldn't. They, Mark Elias laid it all out in the Transition Integrity Project, laid it all out. And we cannot rest, and we will not rest. We will never rest until we show that and expose that, and that's what the second term is about. You don't think yes, we're going to go through and adjudicate that and use every power of the government to do that? Trust me, we will, and they know that. Why do you think this fight, this is a titanic fight, and there's no possibility of compromise? You're either on one side or you're on the other. There's no in-between. If you're in-between, you just haven't been paying attention. You're just, you're just total sheep. Mike right. Lindell. 
You're either a traitor or a hero. There's no in-between. Uh, Steve, the, our real president gave me this book. It's called uh, Letters to Trump, and it goes back decades. And I read it I read it in a couple hours, and it was just amazing to read in there all these public figures now that turned on him and turned basically turned on our country. It's shameful. It just And I think back to myself before I started talking about securing our elections and what happened in 2020. And before that, you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't even know. I was an ex-crack addict, and and uh, I was the American dream on steroids, and I was the media's darling, and all they've done is attack me, and the last six months, it's even went to a level unheard of, because why? Because I want to secure elections, get to paper ballots, hand counted. It's absolutely disgusting. Um, the stuff you read, this book, Letters to Trump, is so amazing. I read in there, I'm going, this is what our country's come from. This was one of the most beloved uh, heroes, uh, you know, entrepreneur um, in our country. And and to got, to him to get attacked, when he went down the escalator, I talked to him the other day. I said, I said, I remember Trump. Uh, when we went down the escalator, he said, my dad turned to me and said, well, we're going to find out who our friends are now. I wonder if he... Not just find out who your friends are, but you certainly found out who the snakes were. And that's what also what we have found out in the last three years. I said the 2020 election will go down as most the most important election in history because it's revealed all the snakes, the rhinos, the corruption. Uh, it and more and more pops up every day. So I tell people as we move forward, just remember everything that's happening out here in our country. You know, all these things that are happening to destroy our country. This is we're in a time, the apex in history, where it's going to be so beautiful when we get to this place out here. But it'll be all because Donald Trump did not give up. He did not come back here to Mar-a-Lago and just lay down and say, you know what? I've had it. I've been attacked. Uh, you know, enough's enough. Um, he stood his ground and. Uh, and because of the courage he has is where we're at today. And we're going to get through this, everybody. It's going and, to be absolutely f f amazing. F f f f folks, re remember, 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 always and everywhere. If Trump had not returned against, <laughs> think about it. Murdoch said we're going to make him a non-person. Remember how much they went in for DeSantis? I mean, it was they, every other night, Laura Ingram would have a town hall and the couch in the morning. It was sick. And they were the Santos was the guy. They thought they had the ticket there, but if not, they had a Yunkin or they had a uh, you know a Yunkin would pop up or a uh, a, uh, a a a tricky Nicky, as you see right now. They had they had enough in the stable, like they had in sixteen. They thought Trump was finished and they were going to bury him. If he had gone along with it and said, "Hey guys, maybe you're right. I'll just be a kingmaker." That's what they, they want him to be. I'll just be a kingmaker. There wouldn't be seven hundred years in prison. They wouldn't today at five o'clock when he steps up to the microphone, uh, his business would not be taken from him. There wouldn't be hundreds of millions of dollars of, uh, of fines that I, I assume he's going to win on appeal. But you got to go through that. All this torture, all this agony, all this angst for one guy. And you have to look around. Is the system working? Take it that way. Maybe Trump's wrong. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe is the system working. You have 10 million illegal alien invaders in your country, the, the central cities, the beautiful, great cities of the United States that our ancestors worked decades of backbreaking labor to build New York City and Chicago and San Francisco, these greatest cities in the world. Look at their hell holes now. Is, is the, you look at that chart, 
the spending out of control, the, dollar, the inflation out of control, the lived experience and the working class in this country being destroyed, being destroyed, the education system being destroyed, the healthcare system being destroyed. Are the elites doing it right? No, the elites are feathering their nests right now, getting wealthier and wealthier and wealthier and going into enclaves, going into enclaves so they don't have to deal with the mess they created. And this is why they hate Trump, because Trump is a fighter and Trump will never quit. He could have quit any time. He could have quit any time, and none of this would have happened. But he puts his country first. He puts his countrymen first, and that's why they're trying to destroy him. Mike Lindell. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I just seen him again this morning and talked to him, and he's just he's so optimistic, everybody, and so courageous. I mean, it's like a, when you're around him, you just, uh, you know, here, so give me some of that courage. You know, it's, uh, it's like a recharge of a, of a battery. I mean, it's just his energy and his optimism. And uh, it's just, uh, it, it's, it's sad that he gets attacked and attacked by people that used to, you know, call him his friend. And, uh, and that's just this, you know, this betrayal reveal. But uh, I'll tell you what, like I told him, Think of all the new friends, the new the new friends that he's gotten now that he's uh, because courage is contagious. And that's what everyone at the War Room Posse, you guys have. Uh, uh, you're not you're friends. not saving your yeah. for a rainy day because it's pouring outside. And, I, you know, Steve, I want to say, too, we're here. This is about the American dream. And I've lived the American dream going from a crack addict to where I'm here in, in to where I'm at now, you couldn't do that in any other country where this is about everything. It's all on the line, everybody. It's all on the line. And, and, uh, there is, uh, we can't wait around and wait for other people to do it or wait for, put it all on him. We've all got to get involved. And, uh, and that's where we're at. Brother, thank you so much. Uh, Mike Lindell, look forward. I know it's your last day at Mar-a-Lago. Go enjoy the time you got remaining. Really appreciate yeah. you coming hey, Steve, in. I want to say one more time, everybody. Yeah, I want to say one more time, everybody, if you call in your order today, you get my book. What are the odds from crack addict to CEO? I'm going to autograph it for you. Call in only and call in any order you order from my pillow or my store. I'm going to add that to your order for the War Room Posse as a thank you to all of you. And remember, your order ships for free. Thank you. I can't thank you enough, Steve, and the War Room Posse. Thank you. Thank you, sir. President Trump. So today we're going to be at East Palestine uh, this evening with Ben Burkwam watching uh, the illegitimate Joe Biden wandering around there. That'll be interesting. He's got Kamala on the world stage. Um, President Trump, I think, is going to address the nation at five o'clock after this judge comes out. The the Fonnie Willis situation still continues. So we're pretty packed today. We're going to get to all of it. Uh, a couple of con- great congressmen, Eli Crane and Byron Donald, is going to join us first. We're going to give you even more signal. We've got to talk about what's happening in artificial intelligence because it is about to overwhelm you and your family and your life. All next in the world. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider standing behind their service and their values as a company. They are an example of putting the cause ahead of profits. And it's why I am proud and the War Room Posse is proud to partner with them. For Black Friday, Patriot Mobile wants to give you a brand new smartphone when you make the switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. And repeat that, without funding the left. 
When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and much more. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, and for a limited time, get a smartphone for free. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. That's FRIDAY76. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. Again, we're talking about a free smartphone. Offer is eligible only with the Black Friday promo code Friday 76. This is a limited time offer. Join me. Make that switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Promo code Friday 76. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Remember that chart. You ought to print out that chart on the deficits going forward. That's not War Room saying that. We're saying it's actually going to be worse. That's CBO. So that you should take that as a baseline. But it ain't going to get any better than that unless there's dramatic action taken. And that's what happened in this conference yesterday. Um, and we had Andy Biggs on. It came in right at, remember Andy Biggs on the evening show, came, came on right after the concert was over and was quite heated, as he said. <clears throat> Matt Gaetz has put up on his podcast, Matt and Bob Good, uh, they roast um, Congressman Don Bacon's proposal to attach military aid for Ukraine to a remaining Mexico border policy. Quote, this is from Gates, I'm sure this is the last $20 billion Don Bacon and the others are going to ask for their campaign donating defense contractors. Uh, I mean, Ukraine friends, end quote. When you see that and you see what's happening, see what happened in this conference, you need to go to Birch Gold. You need to understand hedge. You need to understand hedge against currency and hedge against turbulence. The people that will tell you is Philip Patrick. Philip Patrick is going to join me for at least a half hour tomorrow on the Saturday show, my favorite show of the week. We can kind of slow things down a tad and get into more depth. But uh, he'll be here uh, to walk us through. But make sure you go to birchgold.com slash bandit. Get the end of the dollar empire. It's all free, four installments. And I've updated the third installment, the debt trap, with current numbers of this fiasco we're facing. And I want to thank Congressman Eli Crane now joins us by phone. Congressman Crane, can you tell us a little about this conference? Jake Sherman and the team over at uh, Punchbowl are telling us it got a little heated yesterday uh, between those trying to defend and try to do cuts and trying to defend the American people by saying we can't do the spending and the others, the Cardinals and the appropriators have just said, hey, Eli and Byron Donalds and, and Gosar and, and Gates and uh, Andy Biggs, uh, you guys don't know what you're doing. We can't shut down the government to, to, to shut the border. Can you give us an update on what happened, sir? Yeah, Steve. So uh, thanks for having me on. I, I wasn't invited to that meeting yesterday, but I've been in those over the last month, um, pretty much with the same crew. Appropriate. You got the appropriators, you got your war hawks, and then, you know, you've got your conservatives. And I, I think I've told you before, the way they basically work is the appropriators, you know, and, and the war hawks basically will sit there. And unfortunately, they always outnumber the conservatives and they'll sit there and tell the speaker why he can't fight why he can't cut any spending, why we can't have a government shutdown. Um, and this, this has been one of, this has been one of my issues is that, um, you know, Republican leadership continues to surround themselves with not yes men, but no men, 
men that tell him constantly why he can't fight, why he's got to kick the can down the road. And unfortunately, the, the current speaker is listening to him. And, you know, it's so you're just going to continue to see the same managed decline of the country. And I think in many ways it's going to it's going to escalate and speed up because the amounts of money that we're talking about, you know, um, I, I think you're going to see when we come back in a couple of weeks, I think that you're going to see spending even increase because the appropriators and a lot of our conference, quite frankly, act as if we're not going off a fiscal cliff. And uh, it's very arrogant and it's very foolish. When you guys talk about, hey, we're going to have to take a stand here on securing the border, and the only way to do that is force Biden to come to the table because nothing else is, what is the response from the appropriate? And the appropriate people should know they, they call these guys the cardinals. These men and women are called the cardinals because they essentially run the deal because that's how the money gets spread around to different constituencies. And this is where the lobby is. This, this is the swamp. This is how the swamp divvies up the, the, the catch. When you guys make the, the comment that we need leverage, we have leverage in that we can actually force a government shutdown of this illegitimate regime and force Biden for the good of the country to come to the table and negotiate, what's the response? So the response to the last me- meeting that I was in that was with the same cast and crew, Steve, when we made that, when we made that argument, this is the biggest issue in the country. We're being invaded. This is the number one issues to voters. And we have we have the leverage to make a serious move here. The response, Steve, is, well, if you know, this is an election year, one of them said President Trump doesn't want to be in a government shutdown while he's campaigning and dealing with all these other things. One of a couple of the war hawks chimed in and said, well, you know, if, if, if you do that and there's a government shutdown or a CR or anything like this, we won't be able to, you know, fund our hypersonic missile projects. We won't be able to do this up. Australian ship contract, this, that, and the other thing. And so this is what I'm telling you. They always have, they always have five or six different, you know, boogeymen um, ready for Johnson and for leadership to tell them why we can't, why we can't fight. And, oh, there's going to be a discharge petition. And, oh, by the way, we'll also lose the majority, you know, because we'll lose the political battle, uh, you know, of going into a government shutdown because we'll get beat over the head by the mainstream media. Those are usually the responses. Don Bacon has now come up with this, and it's ridiculous. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a remain in Mexico that Mayorkas, who's being impeached and going to go to trial in the Senate, is the one that's got to make a decision to do it. Is this going to get any traction at all? And, and, and if you think it's going to get traction, how would you recommend the War Room Posse fight it? I don't think it's I don't think it's going to get any traction, Steve. But then again, I keep my expectations, as you know, very low based on the team that we're playing with and the members on the team. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it's just they, they take the same the same ideas and they repackage it as something else. And once again, the American taxpayers on the hook, sending you know tens of billions of dollars over to you know this foreign foreign war that most people can't find on a map you know, with very corrupt leadership. But at the end of the day, this is what I love about your show, uh, filled with activists. I, I love the Bill Blaster app everywhere I go. You know, I preach it to the people that are listening to me. You guys got to keep lighting up, you know, the, these individuals, the appropriators, the war hawks, the people that don't seem to understand why the America first MAGA movement 
is so important to the American citizen and to the sovereignty, you know, and economic success of our country. I want to take a second before you go and talk about your district. The size of it is bigger than than most states in the union. And the way the elites work and the way you see the Morning Joes and the and the New York Times, they think the folks out in, in, in Prescott and the rest of your district, they think they're too they think they're simpletons. They think they can't understand the world and it's too complicated for them. So they have to be the the, the elite leaders and, 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 and tell us where to go and then actually take us there. Is that true about your district? Tell, tell me about the folks out there and what what is their current thinking about where the United States of America is? Well, you're absolutely right. That is what they think about us. They think we're all s- stupid, you know, redneck hillbillies and we don't understand how things work. And the reality of the situation is, Steve, you know, and I've seen it just this year as a freshman, you know, the moment you get sucked, start getting sucked into the swamp and they start trying to influence you and you start, you know, go, you know, they have all the, the fancy events and people start, you know, oh, you're a congressman. And, you know, it's like there's this, this sort of elitism mentality that uh, members of Congress and, you know, the Senate start to adopt and they start to think that there's something special. But, you know, that's why I don't spend a lot of time there. I don't go to the parties. I like to come back here and, uh, you know, I'm very, I have a very keen ear for what the people in my district say, because I realize they're a lot smarter than the folks up in Washington, D.C. They have a lot more common sense. And most of them, you know, um, pretty much all of them haven't been co-opted or corrupted by the power and influence there. And so um, you're right. That is exactly what they think about us. But the fact of the matter is you could almost close your eyes, you know, and, and pick, randomly pick you know, 435 of them in my district, bring them up to Washington, D.C., and I think we'd probably be in a better spot. And so, um, you know, I'm just going to keep doing what I can to represent this amazing district full of patriots. And as you, you've been up in my district before, they're pissed off and they're frustrated and they're tired of not being listened to. They're tired of always being put last. Eli, where do people follow you? I know you guys got a podcast, uh, social media, all of it. Where do people go? Uh, Ref Eli Crane is a great place. Eli Crane CEO is a great place on uh, social media. Thanks for all you do, Steve. I appreciate you having me on the show. Thank you, brother. Fantastic. We're going to get Byron Donalds up after the break. I still got Joe Allen. I got a very important thing to show you on um, – Artificial intelligence is not going to sit too well with you. Do I have time to play part of it right now? Let's go and play. Let's play the artificial intelligence part. Let's go and play this. I want you to see what's uh, what's about to come into your life. What is the most thing that you fear when it comes to um, the deployment of AI? And then- uh, you know, I think sci-fi writers are a very smart bunch, and in in the decades of sci-fi about AI, uh, there have been unbelievably creative ways to imagine that how this can go wrong. And I think most of them are like comical, but there's some things in there that are easy to imagine where things really go wrong. And I'm not that interested in like the killer robots walking down the street direction of things going wrong. I'm much more interested in the like very subtle societal misalignments where we just have these systems out in society and through no particular ill intention, um, things just go horribly wrong. This is a bigger deal than it sounds, right? Because what, what makes these models so magical is that they're, they're general. Um, and so 
if it's a little bit better, if it's a little bit smarter, that means it's a little bit better at everything. And the thing that I think is most exciting is it's not like this model is going to get a little better at this task and not really better at these or, you know, it's not that. It's, it's because we're going to make the model smarter, it's going to be better at everything across the board. But I, I would try to find a way to create more of a regulatory sandbox where people could experiment with this technology and, and, and be able to figure out sort of like dream, imagine, whatever you want to call it, what the world could look like. And if there was a sort of a contained way that I could find a way to like give people the future and let them experiment it with it uh, and then see what made sense, uh, what, what went really wrong well and really right and write the regulation around that. That, that seems like an interesting experiment. But we are going to need, I believe at some point, some sort of a global system for what happens with the most powerful of these systems because they will have truly global impact. And Who can you trust? Government leaders repeatedly fail us. Self-appointed experts have led us astray. Distrust in so-called authorities is spreading like a bad cold. We can't quite shake it. But you are not as powerless as they'd like you to believe. When there's no one to depend on, it's time to rely and depend on yourself. Not sure where to start? Well, try this. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Grab a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply for just 60 bucks off. Think about that. $60 off right now. My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families reach self-reliance. I want you to think about that. Reach self-reliance. These food kits offer meals, drinks, and snacks that provide over 2,000 calories every single day. Sealed inside heavy-duty packaging that lasts up to 25 years in storage. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and protect your future with as many kits as you need. These kits ship fast, free, and arrive in unmarked boxes. With My Patriot Supply, when you order by 3 p.m., your food kits will ship the same day. Save $60 per kit. That is $60 per kit at MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we're going to get back to Joe in a second. They talked about the end of that with super, uh, the superhuman intelligence, which they think is on the horizon for the AI. So we're going to, I said, as soon as the capital markets catch up with it, and it's now $7 trillion of the raising. And you can see this thing start to increase and increasing rate. So Joe Allen's still with us. He's going to come back in a second. Um, one of the, and this is why everybody uh, that can get there should go to cpac.org slash worm. The ticket's under 100 bucks. If you come as a Warren Posse, $95. We're also going to do the Force Multiplier Academy on Wednesday. Make sure you go to uh, our site, warroom.org, go to the events, just sign up, get to Grace or Mo or DM them, get up on the chat rooms, get to them on Getter or Rumble, all of it. One of the speakers, one of the major speakers that are giving a keynote is Congressman Byron Donalds uh, from Florida 19. Congressman Donalds, as we said earlier, Jake Sherman's uh, punch bowl, which I think is the bet they follow the hill better than anybody had an explosive story this morning about what Andy Biggs was talking about yesterday when he came on the show when he had left the meeting. Uh, Congressman Donalds now joins us. Congressman, thank you so much. It looked like you took some leadership in this, uh, talking to the Cardinals, 
to the others and said, guys, and we showed the chart earlier that shows $2 trillion mm-hmm. deficits in perpetuity. You basically said, hey, we got to get a reality check here, and we need to start making decisions for the American people. Can you tell us, I don't want to give up any confidences, but can you tell us what's going on in Capitol Hill, sir? Well, look, what's happening on the Hill is is really a, a battle in the House uh, Republican conference between um, a lot of your appropriators and some of the defense uh, members who don't want to disrupt the flow of federal spending. They don't see how if, if Joe, and I really believe it's Joe Biden would shut the government down because our request would essentially be you fund the government, you try to cut where you can, but you also um, put in the requirements for border security. Uh, Chuck Schumer would would not, he would kill that bill. Joe Biden would veto that bill. So essentially they would be shutting down the government because they don't want to secure the, the nation. So my argument is, this is the time and the opportunity to have that political fight, if you will, for the American people, because it's Joe Biden who would decide that Mount Rushmore can be closed so the southern border can be open. <clears throat> I think that the, the issue is, you know, a lot of other members in the conference feel that we won't win that fight because we didn't win the Obamacare fight or when uh, President Trump shut the border down, shut the country down over over the border wall. That didn't work out our way. The Democrats tried to do it for DACA. That didn't go their way. And so they're looking at the past battles and saying it won't work here. Um, <clears throat> my argument is, you know, we can't just keep living the last war. You have to look at the dynamics as they exist today. And look, I just heard uh, Eli on, and Eli's spot on. Border security is the number one issue in the country. Republican, independent, Democrat, black, white, Hispanic, it doesn't matter. Number two, Joe Biden cannot defend his position. And because he can't defend his position, and also because, frankly, he can't speak publicly for an extended period of time, there is nobody in control of over the bully pulpit. And the Speaker of the House has a golden opportunity to be the leader in the country right now because we're suffering from no leadership at all. I would actually argue if you go back and look at aftermaths of some of those big shutdowns, we actually picked up seats in the House. But that's for another day. I want to go back to your logic because it's quite brilliant. It's simple. Go, let's hit rewind. Talk about how it's not Byron Donald shutting down the government. It's not Speaker Johnson. It's not MAGA, the MAGA folk forces in the House, or the Republicans. It's Joe Biden and his group shutting down. Walk us through the logic of how you get there. The logic is, is very straightforward. Number one, at this point, we, we understand and concede you're going to fund the government to some level of degree, not what I want. I want to cut spending much more, but I understand that's not going to happen with where we are. But border security is the primary function of the federal government. The states would have never ratified the Constitution if the federal government was just going to leave the country open to invasion. It never would have been ratified. Steve, you know this. All of your viewers know this. So our position is simple. Essentially, we'll give you the money, but do your job. But if you're not going to do your job, what we're not going to we're not going to release new money. In that environment, Joe Biden's going to say, "Well, I don't want to do that deal." So, and so in other words, I'm not signing anything. Or really, what will happen is Chuck Schumer would block it in the Senate for even getting a vote or even going up for debate in the Senate. Once that happens, they've made a decision to shut the government down because they do not want to do the job of securing the United States of America, which is the number one job of the federal government. Congressman Donalds, do you believe if we came to that on the evening of March 1st, would you be prepared? Do you believe you could go on national TV and MSNBC and CNN 
and be one of the few that could carry the day, take this message to the American people about exactly what the real financial condition of the country is, real, what's really happening on the border. Do you believe right now that you could sell that point to the American people? Oh, no, I, I know I can do that because, one, the, two, two things. One, the media can't make a cogent argument for why what's happening in Detroit, in, in Denver, in Boston, in New York, in Chicago is okay. They can't even make that argument. They're scared to walk down the street to those cities themselves. That's first. Second, it's not just me. You have Congressman Gates. You have Congressman woman Marjorie Taylor Greene. You have a lot of members up here, Jim Jordan, et cetera, who can make that argument if we're given the platform to do so. And I think the third piece, and this is what's so important about this, if you're in the middle of a government shutdown, the president of the United States has to answer to the American people as to why. We all know Joe Biden cannot go out there and make an argument. Corinne Jean-Pierre cannot make an argument. So it essentially, it'll be us leading the day in terms of Look, it's very, very simple, America. Secure the border and we will fund the government. I don't know why this is hard stuff. For most for most people, it's not hard for them at all. Don Bacon and others right now we're hearing are putting forward, they actually put it out, a, a proposal to fund the whole Ukraine situation, but to put a fig leaf on a couple of things on uh, on, on, on to, to make people the optics that they're doing something on the border. Uh, do you believe there's any support of that in the House? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to go anywhere. Um, I've heard a little bit about that proposal. Essentially, it will be remain in Mexico at the discretion of Mayorkas and but only be in, in effect for one year. I mean, that's just a joke. That's a non-starter. Um, so I don't think that's going to go anywhere. I don't even think they could bring a rule to the floor for a package like that. Uh, so I'm not going to totally get into that package. I, don't, I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, th- right now, this is a question of and I said this to the speaker directly, just make a decision on which way you want us to go. If we're gonna get into a into a shutdown battle over border security, let's do that, let's get ready, let's be prepared. If we're not, then let's just go campaign for November, CR the government and move on. Um, and then let's just go campaign in November and try to find ways to, to get a majority back and put President Trump back in office. But I firmly believe that you have to make a clear and distinct Uh, argument in front of the American people. It has to be about that the primary job of this government is to secure the nation, secure its people. Joe Biden has failed at that. And now he's trying to gaslight the American people with that stupid bill that came out of the Senate, which was going to do next to nothing. Actually, it was going to codify what Joe Biden's been doing this entire time. We can make that argument, and I truly believe we can win that argument. But you got to have Republican leadership step up and say, let's go, let's do what's right behind uh, for the American people. Steve, let me let me add this. I think the point of this meeting that got really heated was we were talking about funding levels. And I'll admit it, I lost my cool. Um, Joe Biden is going to let three more million people in this year on top of the seven million. Like our cities and our states cannot handle that flow. They can't handle what's going to happen to school districts, which is already happening. You got kids who are poor in this country who are already a year or two behind because of the stupid COVID-19 shutdown policies in our schools. And now you're putting migrant children in these schools and they either have no schooling at all or they're multiple years behind. So you're you're hurting the education and future prospects of American children. Our cities cannot handle the flow. Shelters are overrun. Um, the you know even in the sanctuary cities, they're now begging for money because they don't have enough of uh, enough for uh, public services for their own citizens. And now they have illegal immigrants in there. I mean, this does this does not work. 
And if you tell Joe Biden in the Senate, hey, we're just going to fund the government, frankly, to the level that they want, by the way, but we're going to fight over the Ukraine supplemental, that's not not the leverage point that they believe it is. The Ukraine supplemental is not going to be enough to get border security measures that we need in the United States. The only way you do that is with federal spending. Before we leave, I know you're uniquely close to your district, and your district is one of the most robust uh, districts and vibrant districts in the country. What what do your constituents tell you about this entire situation? Look, my constituents, and look, we, I live in Naples, Florida, beautiful place. Everybody comes down there. Uh, in my constituency, they want the border secured. They want the Constitution followed. And then after that, they just want to be left alone. But when they see this mess on Capitol Hill, you know, they're incredibly frustrated. And so as I've been talking about this at home and, and talking about this up here on the Hill, you know, people back home are saying, yeah, that's the right move. Because at the end of the day, you know, I'm a business guy before I got into politics. If you don't do your job, you don't get paid. If there is a business that I was going to do contract with, get services from, and they don't give me the services, they don't get money. And up here on Capitol Hill, if the federal government's not going to do its job, why should you pay them? It's that simple. It's simple logic. And I think that's where my district is. I don't even think I know that's where my district is. And I believe that's where the American people are. Congressman, you talk about leadership on the Hill. I think this audience looks as you as one of the uh, principal leaders. How do people follow you? Where do they go to your site, social media, all of it? Uh, everything on social media is at Byron Donald's website, byrondonalds.com. Keep it pretty simple. Um, listen, thank you so much, Steve, for having me on. Thank your viewers for, for taking a piece of this and continue to fight. We look forward to seeing you at CPAC. We look forward to seeing the speech, sir. Thank you very much. All right. See you. I like the cut of the jib of uh, folks on our side of the football. I, we told you, think about that March 1st date. This is going to be a big one. Yesterday, and I think Jake Sherman actually downplayed it a little bit, it got pretty heated yesterday in the conference because now we're getting down to it. This is about the Republicans in charge. They put us in charge. The MAG is in charge. It's time now to start talking uh, Start talking reality. Here's what I'll do. Let me bring in Joe Allen. Joe, I got to get you back on this afternoon because I want to give this time, but I just want a quick update. Um, as you said, and you warned in the book, and this is the reason we've had you here, I think now for three years, our editors, this entire situation of the singularity and particularly AI is, is picking up speed and it's increasing at an increasing speed. And as we said, once it gets infused into the capital markets, once the capital markets come to it, they're going to throw these hundred billions, tens of billions, now hundreds of billions. We're talking about trillions. This is the genies out of the bottle, is it not, sir? Yes, Steve. You know, I, I must say that it's hard for people to wrap their heads around what's happening because technology and the advancement of AI is not the most immediate problem. The most immediate problems are those that you're hearing day after day regarding the border, things that you're hearing regarding uh, U.S. Uh, foreign policy. These are much more immediate, but just downrange are tremendous transformations in the way that people live, in the way that they work, in the way that they relate to each other, and even in their spiritual lives. Those processes are already happening. They're happening quickly, but they can be very easy to overlook because of how subtle they are. The videos you just saw there, people oftentimes, uh, you know, look at uh, the products of AI and they say, well, you know, humans already do that. You know, who cares? 
What I'm telling you and what all of these technologists are telling you is that the proportion, the ratio of output, the ratio of compute between biological and non-biological beings is shifting. And it's shifting rapidly towards non-biological yeah. beings, towards the machine. Yeah. The this center is, of gravity is moving is, towards the machine. From the humans. Uh, Joe, real quickly, where do they get you? I'll have you back on this afternoon. Where do people get you? You can find the book anywhere books are sold. Dark Eon, Transhumanism and the War Against Humanity. All my social media at J-O-E-B-O-T-X-Y-Z and warroom.org under the transhumanism tab. Profound. Beware, when's the last time you checked your home title? Never, right? Cyber criminals may have already forged your name off your home's title. His name is on your home's title. He's going to take out loans using your equity. You won't know until foreclosure notices show up for unpaid home loans he took out on your house. Now, I rely on Home Title Lock to protect my home's title. The instant they detect activity, they mobilize to shut it down. Let me repeat that. The instant they detect activity, they mobilize to shut it down. Question, has some criminal taken over your title? Find out for free when you sign up. Code Bannon at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your title and 30 days of legendary Home Title Lock protection. Let me repeat that. You get a free comprehensive scan and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection. This is all free. Go to home title lock, hometitlelock.com. That's hometitlelock.com and put in promo code Bannon. That's hometitlelock.com and put in promo code Bannon. Take action today. Take the angst of this off of, uh, off of your plate. Don't let these cyber bandits, these cyber thugs, coupled with artificial intelligence, mess with your home equity action 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 here's your host stephen k Bath. okay the funny willis uh, the funny willis situation still continues in atlanta uh we'll we'll get to that in a second um we've got um i've got some feedback here gentlemen the um we've got um we've got joe biden's going to be in east palestine ben burkwam from real america voice We'll be there. Uh, we're going to cover that extensively at 5 o'clock. Also, President Trump is going to address the nation at approximately, I think, 5 o'clock after the judge comes and talks about taking his business from him and take his um, and find him some huge amount of money in the Moscow show trials. We're going to get to all of that this afternoon, so it's going to be on fire. Also, Philip Patrick's going to join us tomorrow morning. We're going to walk through these brutal numbers on inflation we showed you this morning and how they impact uh, your financial situation. Two things. What Joe is, uh, Alan's talking about, I'm going to try to get Joe back up this afternoon. The center of gravity of, of production of content is rapidly sis, uh, shifting from biological humans to the machine. That is a fundamental, this is, this is the equivalent of what happened with the creation of the steam engine back in, back in what, the 1820s, the 1830s, that massive shift that predicated the Industrial Revolution. This is a significant and quite profound and I don't think quite positive um, development uh, on this hurtling towards the singularity. This is one of the reasons the HTO, the home title, like I keep talking to people about cyber combined with artificial intelligence. Remember, 90% of your net worth is tied up in your home. Uh, 
If you looked at those numbers, if you own a home, you're lucky enough to own it. You don't want anybody messing with the title. Because remember, no, virtually no one under 35 owns one and are not going to own one because of where we are with this, uh, the Bidenomics. So make sure you go to HomeTitleLock.com today to see how you protect yourself. Check it out. Also, Jim Rickards. Remember Jim? We're going to have him on next week. If you like this type of combination of uh, geopolitics, capital markets, macroeconomics, politics, science, technology, all of it, you get that from Strategic Intelligence, his monthly newsletter, out from Paradigm Pressed. Rickards is going to, we're going to try to get Jim on at least every other week. So make sure you go there, check it out. If you like the way Jim presents stuff, Strategic Intelligence, the newsletter is for you. It's spectacular. All morning, we've talked about how important it is uh, about CPAC. I love the theme this year where globalism goes to die. We have so many people we're bringing books with and movies with and speakers uh, today we've had Cash Patel, who's going to speak on Friday. We've had By- Byron Donalds, the congressman, who's one of the new leaders in the House, particularly in this time of this firestorm. He's going to speak on Thursday morning. Uh, Matt Schlapp is there. Matt, uh, where globalism goes to die couldn't be a better timing for the theme. What else you got for us, brother? Yeah, so uh, we just leaked to you, uh, Steve, in the war room and our friends at RAV, our vice presidential poll, and who we have on it. And the reason why I think this is interesting is because it's not controversial about whether or not the CPAC audience is for Trump. That was decided uh, eight years ago. They're all for Trump. But the question now is, who's he picked to be his VP? So uh, let me read off some of these names that are on the question. And, uh, you know, people need to get out there with a ticket. You can vote and give Trump your opinion on who he should pick. You know, this is like a real live version of The Apprentice, Steve. He's going to be able to watch all these VP candidates take the stage <laughs> and uh, and see see who can handle the pressure and uh, and win the beauty contest. So we got Elise Stefanik is going to be speaking. Uh, we got J.D. Vance who's going to be speaking. We got um, Christy Nome who's going to be speaking. Vivek Ramaswamy is going to be speaking. Dr. Ben Carson, Carrie Lake, Tulsi Gabbard, and it goes on and on. So uh, come, I think that's the big news out of the straw poll. Who does the heart and soul of the, this kind of MAGA Trump movement, who do they want to be the number two person? Well, hopefully throw Byron Donalds and some others on there too. I know you're going to expand it, but this is very important. And I think when you say the, when you say He's the, on do what? Byron's Byron, on yeah. there. He's got to be. Yeah. When, when you say the apprentice, a lot of the media is jumping on that and making fun of, you know, President Trump and president, but it's quite important. President Trump is very big on how people present themselves, how they comport themselves. And that's why CSPAC is such an important stage. This is the most important audience in all of the conservative movement, all of MAGA, and it's in Washington, D.C. People have to remember, President Trump is coming back to the Capitol. He doesn't do that very often. He's coming back to the Capitol to address this audience. And he will be watching quite closely, Matt, those speakers, how they present themselves, how they do in the poll, and how the audience responds. Will they not? Yeah, I also think there's this added context to it that the hard left doesn't have their version of CPAC and they do everything they can to try to destroy it. So I'm sure that uh, they're going to try to do everything with their coverage to get these guys off their game. So President Trump wants to see who can handle the pressure. You know, there was that famous debate with Ronald Reagan and George Bush, and George Bush kind of failed under the pressure. And Ronald Reagan said he paid for those microphones. I mean, politics is a live game. It's a live show. And these folks have to be able to deliver. And I think he gets the fact uh, of how multidimensional this fight is. It's not just reading off cue cards, man. You got to be able to press the flesh and have some charisma. 
Yeah, that's one of the traditions of CPAC. After they, either before or after they speak, they traditionally go to media row where people can kind of get close and see them in person. That's where you get to see if – right. let's be blunt. That's one of the reasons that Ron DeSantis struggled, right? He just right. didn't have that personal charisma. Matt, where do people go? Where do people go to get more information? Where do they go to get tickets uh, right now? Is it where you're – what you're really saying is where do they go to make sure that they let Donald Trump know who they want to be the vice president? Because with that ticket, you're going to be able to vote in this straw poll. Go to CPAC.org. Uh, get your tickets today. They're going to go up in price, so uh, go fast. Uh, I know there's a special war room price, so uh, move quickly. Be in that room. And more than anything else, you know this, Steve, we want all the leftist media that's there and the corporate media that covers this event. Um, we want them to see that it's our capital, too, and that there are people hanging from the rafters uh, to take their country back. And that's exactly what's going to happen. How many media right now, important, how many media, what, how many media uh, things have you given out? I know it's more than last year to date. So uh, I think we'll be hitting a, wait, my advisor, Mercedes Schlapp is yelling at me an answer. What's the answer, baby? Over a thousand. Over a thousand. So it's huge. It'll be bigger in CPAC than it will be in South Carolina. This is the moment. I always say that if you want something answered, ask Mercedes. Matt Schlapp, love you. What's your social media? Uh, at M. Schlapp. <laughs> Thank you very much. CPAC. CPAC.org slash War Room. Get the special ticket price. We're going to pack it. We're also, uh, Matt and Mercedes have allowed, we're going to do something the day early, the Force Multiplier Symposium or Academy to get right. We're going to walk you through how you can have the best CPAC possible. Okay. Washington Post reporting today, Josh Dawsey, that Rana was taken down by a collective effort led by Charlie Kirk over at Turning Point USA and, of course, the War Room Posse. Charlie Kirk is up next. Poso after that. We are back from 5 to 7. Real America Voice. See you then. It's afternoon. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Dot com, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. 
That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.